This episode is sponsored by me, Andy Hill, the host of this show. If you're looking for someone to support you on your family, wealth, and happiness journey, I'm taking on a select number of coaching clients this year. To work with me one-on-one for your family finances, go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more. You both deserve this. When you take time to recognize your spouse and share these incredible moments together, the happy memories will last you a lifetime. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Welcome to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, everybody. This is Andy Hill, and today we're going to do three different things. First, I'll be sharing five money and marriage tips to improve your relationship. These are tips that Nicole and I have used in our relationship and ones that I've gleaned from successful couples that I've interviewed on this here podcast. Second, we're back with our Work From Anywhere segment. This month, we're featuring Kelly Ann Smith. She's a young mother and a part-time business owner who's sharing how she developed a business where she earns $5,000 per month from the comfort of her home. And last but not least, we're back with another money quiz. My daughter Zoe is going to be reading the review of the month, and I'll be quizzing her with some money questions. We're going to test her knowledge so we can keep growing her generational wealth and happiness. And hopefully, you'll play along with us at home as well. All right, let's jump into today's show. We all have individual passions in our lives. Sometimes our interests don't always gel with our spouse's interests. You might be really into brewing beer as a hobby, but your wife, eh, not so much. She prefers photography. It's all good, though. Both of you respect each other. You do your own thing, and you're happy. When it comes to our finances in marriage, that can be a whole different story. This is an area where teamwork, collaboration, and partnership are required to be truly successful. Going off and doing your own thing when your money, future, and retirement are at stake can be a recipe for disaster. My wife, Nicole, and I both have different hobbies and interests, but we do our best to come together on our family financial planning. We're far from perfect and we're always learning, but through our partnership, we were able to become completely debt-free, mortgage-free, and millionaires in the first 10 years of our marriage. Here are five money and marriage tips that we've used to achieve those goals, honor each other's passions, and maintain a spirit of adventure with our future financial challenges. Number one, share your financial dreams. Take time to share your goals and desires with your spouse and ask them to do the same for you. This is a great opportunity to discover what fuels their spirit and motivates them. Perhaps your wife wants to quit her stressful job and start a full-time photography business. On the other hand, you like your nine to five, but you've always dreamed of going on a two-week adventure in Southeast Asia. Now that the dreams are out there, you can both support each other physically, emotionally, and financially to reach those goals. Number two, plan your path together. Each big goal needs to be supported by smaller ones to get you where you want to go. If quitting a stressful job to start a new photography business is the long-term goal, investigate what those shorter-term action steps are first. Let's say that a full-time job brings in $60,000 per year. 
You and your wife will need to partner together to discuss ways to increase her photography side hustle revenue and decrease your living expenses to make up for the future loss in full-time pay. Times might get tough, but if that full-time gig is driving her crazy, it may just be worth it. Plot out what milestones need to be hit to make it a reality. Number three, budget together. Oh, yes. Oh, budget. Yes. A lot of us don't like this word budget. (laughs) It could be the most unsexy word out there for some couples. Instead of thinking of it as something that will take away your money, think of it as something that will allow you to reach those financial dreams sooner. Measuring your spending and saving will allow you to track your progress and eventually accomplish those big goals. Meet up with your spouse for a money date once per month and reassess your financial situation and your dreams. Are you reducing your spending like you planned? Have you earned enough side hustle income to pay off one of those debts that's been holding you back? Have some fun with these budget get-togethers too. This can be an excellent way to connect with your spouse and talk about the month ahead. You can even sample some of those micro-brews that you've been uh, brewing in the garage for your money date. That that could be a good combination, you know, beer and budgets, right? (laughs) If you're looking for some tools for your couple's budget get-together, try out Monarch Money. They're geared towards couples, and this has been our go-to budget app since Mint announced that they were shutting down. You can check out a free 30-day trial And they're actually offering a 50% off offer as well during this mint transition time. You can check out Monarch Money using our affiliate link in the show description or go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash monarchmoney. Number four, see things from each other's perspective. There's going to be times in your marriage when you have disagreements about your money. Shocking, right? (laughs) Yes. It's okay, though. We're human. You're both humans. It happens. (laughs) Take a step back and try to empathize with your spouse. When you put yourself in their shoes just for a moment, you may just realize why they are responding the way they are. Trying to find a middle ground can go a long way in marriage, especially when it comes to your money. Number five, celebrate your wins together. Let's say your wife had a huge photography gig and you've used that extra cash to pay off her last student loan. It is time to celebrate. Crack open the bubbly, make her favorite dinner, and share the news with family. This is a big deal. Make her feel like the rock star that she is. You both deserve this. When you take time to recognize your spouse and share these incredible moments together, the happy memories will last you a lifetime. Well, enough from my side, everyone. I want to hear from you. Where are you and your spouse on your financial journey? What other money and marriage tips would you add to this list? Please let us know by sharing this episode on social media at Marriage Kids and Money on Instagram or Facebook or at Andy Hill MKM on LinkedIn. Let's keep this family empowering conversation going. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas. Becoming debt-free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget, reviewing coast fire plans, developing strategies to build generational wealth for your kids, 
and designing your future work optional lifestyle. Doesn't that sound nice? (laughs) If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a time with me by visiting marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching. I would love to help you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Visit marriagekidsandmoney.com slash coaching to learn more, or you can click the link in our show description. If you're looking to improve your financial situation, it helps when you're able to cut out unnecessary costs. Cell phone services are a necessity for sure, but we don't need to be overpaying for them, right? That's why I like Tello Mobile, a phone service worth talking about. We've been fully on board as a family with Tello for over two years now, and we are so happy that we made the switch. For us, the reception and data service is better than Verizon, and our costs were nearly cut in half. Tello runs on the T-Mobile network and it's wowing new customers like us with their rock bottom prices and stellar service. With over 10,000 reviews, Tello is rated as excellent on Trustpilot, and this is quite rare in the wireless world. Nicole and I went for the unlimited data, minutes, and texting plan for only 25 bucks per month each. Isn't that crazy? You heard that right. $25 is their most expensive plan, actually. And Tello is running a special offer for MKM listeners right now. Check out Tello today at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. That's marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello and use the code MKM20 to get 20% off on your first month of service for any Tello plan above that $10 per month mark. Again, use MKM20 to get 20% off at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello, and you'll be supporting this show. Hurry up. The code is valid until April 19th, 2024. Marriagekidsandmoney.com slash Tello. More and more people want the flexibility to earn money outside of a traditional office setting. If you're interested in part-time money, side hustles, or full-time work, the number of opportunities to work from anywhere is growing. On our Work From Anywhere segment today, we're going to interview our friend Kelly Ann Smith once again. Kelly is a personal finance and lifestyle content creator. Her YouTube channel, Freedom in a Budget, has over 50,000 subscribers and millions of views. Through her YouTube channel and many other routes, Kelly has developed an online business from home that provides her income and flexibility as a young parent. Today, we're going to discuss how she developed her profitable online business and the steps others can take to grow theirs as well. Welcome back to the show, Kelly. Thank you. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Glad to have you back. And we just saw each other recently at a conference. So we got to see each other in real life too, not just all online, which is fun. So Kelly, talk to us about your motivation for getting started with your online business from the beginning. Yeah, I started seven years ago back in 2016. And it was just documenting my journey of paying off debt, learning about money, and just sharing too much information on the internet (laughs) about my my finances and my budget. But it was really a really cool accountability partner and just experience of sharing, hey, you know, I'm learning this, or I'm struggling with this and sharing. And then over the years, it's developed into a full-blown business and, you know, supports my family and I, which is so cool. That's incredible. So at what point during your sharing journey online did you realize, oh, actually, this could make me a little bit of money? When did that epiphany moment happen for you? So I knew that, like, you could make money 
on YouTube because I saw other people talking about it, but I never thought that I could make this type of money. Never, ever. And I think in the past maybe three to five years is when I started being like, all right, let's let's go all in. Let's get serious about this. And let's start working towards making this to be my full-time income. And at what point did you say, okay, YouTubing could be a route for that? I realized pretty early on of the potential of other income streams in addition to YouTube. So I realized, okay, we have a YouTube channel. Let's add a blog. Let's add digital products. Let's add affiliates. Let's add sponsors. And so early on, I was like, oh, we can add this and we can add this. And it was also a combination of kind of thinking outside the box in that terms, but then also what my audience was asking me for. My audience was saying, hey, I need help, you know, with budgeting. Can you help me with this? And I was like, I already have a budget. Let's, you know, make a, a Excel spreadsheet and sell it type of thing for super, super cheap. My audience loved it. And so a lot of it was just requested by the audience. That's incredible. Yeah. Listening to your audience and seeing what they want and then moving forward mm-hmm. from there. That's awesome. So are you doing this full time now at this mm-hmm. point in your journey? Yeah, I went full time in June of 2022 after I had my daughter. I tried to work both after maternity leave and I lasted like six weeks and I was like, all right, something's got to give here. And so I went full time and it's a full time income, but not full time hours, which is so cool. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. And congratulations to you. I know that was a long time coming and uh, you put a lot of hard work into it to get to that point. So congratulations to you on, on making that happen. Now, would you say, I guess, having looked back to where you started originally, how has YouTube and the development of your online businesses sort of changed your life? Oh my goodness. It's changed everything. Like not only from a financial part, like from the finance like part, like I make more than I did at you know my day job working corporate America, but also just my confidence and my purpose and the fact that I'm helping people. Like that has changed so much of who I am. Like if I think back to like who I was in my early to mid 20s, I'm a completely different person now. And I think a lot of that is not only just growing as a person and sharing online, but as a YouTuber, I'm learning so much and educating myself so much. And so I'm able to, you know, learn and read so many books and attend conferences and do all this stuff and then share what I'm learning online. And if I wasn't doing this, I don't think I would be as much, you know, I wouldn't be really learning about habits and learning about money and learning about all these different aspects. It's really forced me to be a learner, which truthfully, I wasn't a big learner in high school and college. So it's really changed that a lot. And just my confidence as well, like I said, and my relationships with people and just the serving heart that I have has really come out a lot of being able to pour back into my audience. Not only is it good financially, but it helps you emotionally as well in your journey yeah. to becoming the person that you want to be and being a coach, you know, serving. I think that's fantastic. We've talked about the finances a little bit. Talk to us about how much money you make on YouTube now that this is your full-time thing. Yeah. So I have about 10 different income streams. And in 2023, I ranged anywhere from making $200 on an income stream, like from Instagram Reels program that they had for like four months of the year. Yeah. And then they cut it. And then another income stream, which is affiliate marketing, I've made $47,000 in that one. So it's a total range. But in total for the year, I made 79000 That's incredible. For, for the year. Yeah. That's incredible. So this is now well over $5,000 a month you're making from home. 
So it depends. It it really depends. There were some months in the uh-huh. year that I made three thousand dollars, and then yep. the other months I made ten and thirteen thousand dollars. Wow! So it's definitely like an ebb and a flow, which which is interesting. And you know, it's it's cool that if you know, I know that if I have a low month, I'm not stuck at that low month. But there's also times where you know, as an entrepreneur, if I'm you know taking time off or not working as much. Like for instance, after our conference, I was sick for four weeks. So I noticed the income dip a little bit after that. But then this month, I'm able to like rev it back up. And I've already made more this month in the first week of the month than I did the entire month of December. So there's definitely like, all right, like let's let's figure out what we can do to get the income up or we can take some time off and enjoy. That is the difference between having that full-time job and being an entrepreneur, the ebbs and flows of the the money coming in and just general time off. You know, I guess depending on where you're working, maybe you didn't get too much time off in the beginning. But if you take time off now as an entrepreneur, you got to pay for it essentially right. you know, to, to make but, it happen. But there's no ceiling. Like yeah, at my day true. job, my last day job, like when I, I remember when I was about to quit and I really thought about it, you know, because yeah. I had put a lot into my career and I loved my job. I loved, I was helping people. I was working in the medical field and I loved it, but there was a cap at about 60 K. Yeah. And I remember thinking at that point, and when I quit as well, I was not making crazy good money. Like mm-hmm. I was making like three, $4,000 a month. And I was like, I'm not even like at the peak, you know, when you're like, go all in. And I was thinking, you know what? I put all these years into building this. And there's no ceiling. There's a ceiling at my day job. If I didn't go into upper management, I was peaked at 60K. Mm. And I think I was at like 58K at the time. So it was like, I had to make $2,000 more a year. And that's it at my current job. And with YouTube, there's no, there's no limit. And so that's one thing that I just love about entrepreneurship is you can work, make as much as you want or as little as you want. It all depends on what you want to do and how you want to scale up. In my brain, I'm thinking, well, what was in her mind that said, I don't want upper management? Like, I don't want to try just as hard to try to get upper management. What was that going on in your brain? Were you saying, I'd rather no ceiling with entrepreneurship or go for upper management? What was going on with you there? So for a while, I wanted management. And then there were some things that happened, you know, in the job where there was like, for instance, it was during the pandemic. And so I had to basically have a management position without the management pay. And I was like, you know, what the heck is this? And then I saw the ways that they just mm-hmm. micromanage 24 seven job and, you know, would be calling my boss at all hours of the day and all hours of the night and on weekends. And I was very proud of the fact that I did not have email on my cell phone. I did not, you know, when I clocked out, I was done yep. and I was able to put that wall up and you can't do that in management. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of what I didn't like. Maybe something that's not talked about enough is the continual pursuit of the corporate climb. Mm-hmm. For the exchange of more money, you're going to give up a lot of your life, give up a lot mm-hmm. of your time. I'm sure that's not everywhere, but right. in your experience and the situation that you're in, you saw that reality and mm-hmm. becoming a new parent probably was also in your brain too, right? Yeah. You mentioned the multiple income streams. Could you talk to us about that a little bit so people can understand better how the money comes in. I know you mentioned a few of them, but maybe you could share Mm -hmm. a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So with YouTube, you make money off the ads. So you have the views and with every view, typically you'll get ads that play automatically. So you get paid off the ads. That's one revenue stream, but but then you can also add on affiliate marketing. 
So affiliate marketing, if I'm, you know, sharing about a Stanley dupe tumbler that I love <laughs> that has some voodoo magic that really does make me drink more water, I can share that with my audience, share a link, you know, and I'll get a dollar or whatever. And affiliates can range from, you know, an Amazon a link that's going to get you a couple cents to a couple dollars or some that are apps, you know, cashback apps or banks or, you know, different services where I'm talking about a product, just like I talk about a restaurant to my friends and family. And the company is like, hey, this is great marketing. Thank you for sending people our way. Here's a little kickback. And oftentimes I can get them a discount code or something like that. So it's a huge benefit for both me and my viewers. So that's one way. Another way is digital products. So, you know, creating templates and printables, different things like this. I create it once and then I list them and then I get paid over and over and over again. So it's amazing passive income, which is so cool. Another way is courses. So I create courses and I create them and I market them and sell them. And what's cool about those is it's all the information that you talk about, like compiled into one thing. I love that, like with YouTube, a lot of the content's out there, but you've got to watch 50 million videos to get one new <laughs> nugget of information. Right. With a course, it's like, here it is all compact into one beautiful package. So that's another. And then also do some coaching, some budget coaching, some new business coaching as well, where I'm there just to let them pick my brain or be their cheerleader or keep them, keep them going. Sponsorships are another one, very similar to affiliate marketing. Blog ad revenue, tons of different. Yeah, there's tons of them. So talk yeah. to me about the affiliate and the sponsorship side of thing, because I know that can be a tough one where it's like, okay, I want to make mm -hmm. money, but then I want to also, you know, adhere to my values and, you know, not just pump things that I don't really care about. Talk to us about your feelings with that. Yeah, I am very, very particular about the brands that I work with. And I get emails, oh gosh, tons a day that I have to turn down and say, nope, sorry, like, Either I don't agree with the type of you know product or service you have, or this just doesn't align with my brand. And you know, I think in the beginning, when you start getting those emails, it gets so exciting, and you just want to take everything. But it's really important to take a step back and be like, all right, does this even align with my content? Now, sometimes you can kind of finesse a way that you can make it align with their content, or you know that like your your services or your audience really would enjoy it type of thing, then you can, you know, find a way to intertwine that. But I really see it as saying like, hey, this is a product or service that I personally love. I know that you'll love it too. And here, you know, I would be mad if, you know, I had a great like a high yield savings account that was paying me really good interest. And my neighbor, you know, who we're talking about, like, didn't share with me, like, I'd be like, what the heck? Why are you gatekeeping? And so that's the way that I see it. So I just make sure that I fully vet the company and then share. I think that's a great way to go. That helps to not only promote things that you're interested in, but again, make a living from home. Mm -hmm. You've obviously been very successful with your business and it's taken some time. You know, how much can the typical person make if they're considering starting their own online business? It all depends on, you know, so many different factors. It depends mm -hmm. on your niche with ads. It depends on the amount of work that you want to put in. But one thing I want to say is a lot of people think that, especially on YouTube, like you can't start making money until you reach monetization. So mm -hmm. until you get your thousand subscribers and 4,000 hours of watch time. But there's other ways to make money before that, like with affiliate marketing, like with sponsorships. And you can make money with sponsorships even before you have, you know, a big following. 
of just reaching out to the brand and, you know, sharing with them like, hey, this is my idea. And basically giving them everything they need to walk into their boss's office and say, hey, this is what they want to do. This, this sounds amazing. Let's do it. And that's a great way to make money early on. But then there's also other things that you can do even outside of YouTube where you can start making money right away, like a virtual assistant of helping people. Like I work with a local realtor and I make content for her as a local realtor and help her behind the scenes of a business. Like that's an amazing way that you can start making money right away. As soon as you sign that first client, you're getting paid. And a lot of people think of virtual assistant as like, working you know, with a brand or doing social media or hard things. But there's also the side of helping a mom out, helping a mom research a birthday party, helping a mom follow up with RSVPs or researching vendors. And like, there's so much stuff that busy parents, busy people go through or CEOs that don't have time to do that. You could do that as a virtual assistant right from home and start earning pretty good money on your schedule, which is another thing that I love is everything's on our schedule. You can do it on your lunch break. You can do it at night after the kids go to bed on the weekends, whenever you want. I love that. Talk to us about what this has meant for you as a young mother with this transition. I know you've got some young ones at home. So talk to us about that. Yeah, I have a toddler that is mm-hmm. almost two years old now. And <laughs> it's it's been crazy. And you know, I'm only able to work now basically during nap times because I try and work Outside of nap, she's on top of my lap trying to write my blog post for me or edit my video (laughs) for me. (laughs) So I'm able to now only work basically during nap times and very rarely when she goes to bed at night. But typically when she goes to bed, I walk right behind her and I go to bed myself because I'm tired. So now I only work like three to four hours a day, which is, you know, crazy that I'm making this full-time income. Now, could I make a lot more money working a lot more hours? Absolutely. But when I think about it, I'm saying, you know what? I'm living my dream life. If you were to ask me five years ago, like, yeah, would I like to be making six figures and more? 200K, you know, like a lot of my friends do. Yeah. But at the same time, they're working two to three times as much as I am. And the fact that I'm able to do this and only work three to four hours a day. Yeah, I'll take that and still be home with my daughter, still be able to be there for all the things and the first words that she's saying now, which is so funny and so mind blowing. It's it's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And a little inside baseball, everybody. We we definitely planned this interview around nap time to make, to make <laughs> yes. she's, she's working right now, everybody. So <laughs> this is the reality of what it is. So congratulations. I love that. Yeah. I think having some flexibility as a parent helps you with so many things. You know, you're helping out financially. You're also feeling like you're contributing and you feel like you're giving back and serving. I know for a period of time, my wife did the stay-at-home mom thing and she loved it. She loved that time, but she also felt like, I'm not really using my adult brain all that much and I'm kind of excited Mm -hmm. to get back to work. And so this sort of middle ground that you've discovered here or created, I think is a great way to you know, be an adult, contribute, but also realize that, you know, you're needed right now. You've got a very important role as a Mm -hmm. mom too. So I love what you're doing. Now you have some resources that help people to kind of figure out this plan, the side hustle or whatever they want to determine it as. Yeah. I have a full guy that walks you through figuring out what side hustle is best for you. That's the number one question I get is like, okay, Kelly, I want to do something, but I don't know what I'd be good at. I don't want to be on YouTube. I don't know. And so I have a full guide that walks you through, asks you questions, helps you brainstorm the skills that you have and how you can translate that into an online side hustle. 
And so that may be a YouTube channel, that could be a virtual assistant, that could be a freelancer or selling digital downloads or creating courses or coaching, whatever it may be. So it's going to walk you through that whole process of figuring out what is best for you. I love that. Yeah, it's great to hear stories like Kelly's, everybody, to kind of inspire you to say, hey, what's possible? But then it's also really good to kind of, okay, what am I actually interested in? Mm -hmm. Where are my skill sets fit? Her guide here that's got a list of all of them could really help you. So if you go to marriagekidsmoney.com slash ultimate side hustle guide, that's marriagekidsmoney.com slash ultimate side hustle guide. I'll put that in the description as well for you to click. I'm an affiliate of Kelly's. So just a little wink, wink there, because we talked about how people make money online. This is a great way we're doing it. So if you're watching this on YouTube, hopefully we'll make a little YouTube AdSense money. And then if you decide to move forward with Kelly's programs and everything like that, she's got, that's an affiliate opportunity for both of us too. So just so you know how the process works, everybody, if you go to yeah, marriagekidsmoney.com slash ultimate side hustle guide, that's a great place to start. That's a free guide for you. Kelly, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for inspiring us all. Thanks for having me. This is a blast. As a quick reminder, this show is for entertainment purposes only, my friends. Be sure to seek out a professional for your specific financial situation to keep this show running and to help your buddy Andy have a big old smile on his face. I'd like to ask you to do me one quick favor to support this show. If you like the show, please leave us a positive rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That type of feedback helps more people to find and consider the show. And it also just, you know, kind of, again, makes Andy smile. To encourage you to leave a review, each month we do a book giveaway. This quarter, we're giving away three different book options from past podcast guests. The first one is The Good Enough Job, Reclaiming Life from Work by Simone Stolzoff, A Healthy State of Panic by Farnoosh Tarabi, and Everybody Fights, So Why Not Get Better At It by Kim and Penn Holderness. And to help me pick the winner this week, I've got my daughter, Zoe How you doing, baby? Good. Good to see you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah? Well, when somebody says... I love you, too. I love you. You say... I mean, if you really... Do you really love me? No, I do. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, I'm not forcing you to say you love me. You just say, Dad, let it go. Mm -hmm. All right. Zoe, before we do our review, let's do another money quiz. How's that sound? Yeah! Question number one. Zoe, the Super Bowl's coming up, and unfortunately, the Lions. <laughs> I hate the did not but they still need it. to win so that we don't look bad, and the Chiefs can't win twice in a row. Ooh, so that's your rationale now. So you'd rather have the 49ers win? Yeah. So it's like the team that beat us wins. Well, I kind of like that. That's good. That's I good know rationale. people are out there buying Super Bowl tickets just to see Taylor Swift. You think so? Yeah. Oh well, she's pretty swifty. So speaking of buying Super Bowl tickets, Zoe, the lowest price Super Bowl ticket available that I saw as of the time of this recording is either A, $6,000, B, $60,000, or C, $600,000. I think it's C. No, it's not C. It's A. It's A. $6,000 is the lowest price Super Bowl ticket. That's it? $6,000 to go to the Super Uh. Bowl? Oh, my (laughs) Lord. I don't have $6,000. Do you have $6,000 to go to the Super Bowl? No. That's probably what it costs to see Taylor Swift at a concert anyway, right? Yeah. You might as well just go and then like look at the big jumbo cam and then you can see her. Anyway, question number two. 
This past week, Zoe, you earned some money with your dad. You scheduled some social media posts, and you're recording this podcast with me right now. Uh-huh. So you're going to earn some money. Now, not all 11-year-olds, almost 12-year-olds, have the ability to get paid through their dad's online business. I want you to name three other ways an 11-year-old, like yourself, could earn more money. Doing chores. Doing chores around the house. Okay, that's one. Ding. And setting up like a lemonade or hot chocolate stand or like a craft stand at the end of your driveway. Love it. That's number two. Number three. And you mentioned one to me the other day of your friend making money. Oh, babysitting. Babysitting. Ding, ding, ding. That's three. (laughs) Very good, Zoe. I love it. You got any extra credit? You want want a fourth one? No? want a fourth one? Mmm. What does the extra credit give me? Like, what um, is it? I don't know. Just, like, more love from your dad. Like, you know, I love you. <laughs> um. No? Like, <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> uh, like, birthday money. Birthday money? <laughs> How about I pay you your money for doing this quiz? Question number three. Zoe, you're turning 12. Speaking of birthday money, that means you've been co-hosting this podcast since you were... Five years old. That was that's been seven years. You've been you've been co-hosting this podcast for seven of your years. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Now my question to you, Zoe Hill, which we're gonna play an audio clip shortly. When I asked you the following question when you were five years old on this show in 2017, how did you answer it? The question was, what's your favorite thing to do with your dad? Is it A wrestle with you? B chase with you c i like that you bring me to the bus stop (laughs) or d all of the above well a b and c they're all like answers that i know i would say like wrestle with you Uh chase with you yeah i like that you bring me to the bus stop yeah so i'm gonna say d all of the above you are correct it is d all of the above do you want to hear that clip yes i i really do what's your favorite thing to do with me um, well, I got a bunch of things that I like to do with you. I like to wrestle with you. I like to chase with you. I like to read with you. I like to, I like that you bring me to bus stop. And here's the last thing. I love you for being with me always in my life. Yay! I love that. Zoe, thank you very much for being on this show for seven years. Can we do the Google review? Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, Google, pick a number between one and three. Okay. Yeah, we got three reviews. Here's a random number two. Okay. Our second review comes in from JJMM620, who calls it a great show. Can you read that, Zoe? Great show. I can tell you put a lot of planning into your show. It's cute that you have your kids participate. I enjoy listening to your show on my way to work. Awesome. Thank you for listening on your way to work, JJMM620. Zoe and I are really happy that you're enjoying the show. And yes, I I love doing it with Zoe. As you can tell, I'm kind of a, you know, I love my daughter. Uh my girl Zoe thank you very much for being a part of this and thank you JJMM620 now I don't have your email so please take a 
screenshot of your review and email me at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com so I can contact you and give you one of those great books we talked about. Everybody, we are going to be doing this again next month. Same Zoe, same books. Same Please Zoe. leave a review in Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of that review and email us at andy at marriagekidsandmoney.com if you want Zoe to read your review. Wait, wait. Or you could leave a rating what on if Spotify, it, What right? if it wasn't the same me every time and there was just a twin of me? Mm, a Zoe twin. Wow. That would be cool. Cool. Is she evil or is she cool? Oh, she's rad. She's rad? <laughs> oh, rad's cool. coming back. We used to say rad when we were like the 80s and 90s. So. Yeah, when you were in the 30s. In the 30s? Why? What? <laughs> All right. Thank you, Zoe. Let's go to bed. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, my daughter Zoe is going to end the show with a quote today from Maya Angelou. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. That was good, Zoe. Let's take some time for the ones that matter most in our lives, everyone. Carpe diem! Carpe diem.